Hello, 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 and welcome to the Greater Is In Me podcast, where each episode is intended to inform, inspire, and influence listeners to fulfill the greatness that exists within. I am your host, P. Sloan Joseph. Thank you for tuning in to episode 14. So before I start my main topic each week, I always have a segment where I talk about things that I love, appreciate, or enjoy. And so this week, I want to highlight the Pinterest app. It is a great place for finding and organizing ideas. On Pinterest, you have different boards based on topics. And so I have one board on fashion, one board on food, and I have another one on career and another one on education strategies. And so last night I was on it and I looked up, some time had passed by and I was like, man, why have I been on, like, why am I looking at black and gold nail polish? Because that's not what I would put on my nails normally. And so I hit the reverse button over and over again. And sure enough, I was I started on Pinterest looking for black and gold decorations for my classroom because we are the yellow jackets and black and gold are our school colors. But how did I get to black and gold nail polish? You want to know why? Because everything is connected on Pinterest. Some of you are shaking your head right now. You know that you were looking for taco ideas for a recipe. And the next thing you know, you're looking for vacation ideas in some Latin country. And that's what happens because everything is connected on Pinterest. But you know what? I'm on my summer recovery. It's not a break, it's recovery. And I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna enjoy it on Pinterest and any other apps I want to because the truth is this summer is gonna go by so fast and August will be here before you know it. So enjoy it, love it, do what you want to do. So today I want to talk about the roles, the different roles that I play in my life, because I think for most of us, we play several different roles and that balancing act can be kind of tough. One thing that I play a role at, one of my roles is the role of mother. And this past week was the ending of AAU basketball and y'all know I have a love-hate relationship with AAU it's very time-consuming it's expensive um you know I like a good schedule I like to know well in advance what I'm doing where I'm going that's I guess that's the educator in me the type A in me and AAU challenges all of those different pieces of who I am But it's over, y'all. I just want y'all to know that this last Sunday was the last AAU basketball game for my son for this season. It was a great season. We ended up going to the championship and we lost um, double overtime, sudden death. And it just ended up that the other team um, made the first shot. And so it was sad for our children. But there were lessons to be learned. And I had you know, fun despite all of my complaints about AAU. I enjoyed it because Jeffrey enjoyed it. He had, you know, he met some really good kids from all different walks of life. And he had a really good coach and he improved as a player. And that made me happy. And so even though I have just some negative feelings about AAU, we're going to do it again next year. We're going to do it. We're going to keep at it. And I believe that the longer I do it, the more it just becomes the norm. But I'm telling y'all, 
something's got to change. I don't know. And there are some of you that are listening. You're shaking your heads right now because you may still be in it. I know some people, their tournaments run until like the end of June. My hat is off to you. You keep at it, but I will be at the house this weekend. I'm so excited about this upcoming weekend because it will be my first weekend in probably four or six weeks where we did not have a tournament to go to. But throughout his season with AAU, it started, I think, in like January. I've played several roles. So, you know, chauffeur, practice, you know, taking him back and forth to practice, back and forth to games, um, making sure he had food, water, Gatorade, you know, any any of that. So I was a nutritionist. I was a cheerleader. And I'm telling y'all, I already told y'all in the previous podcast, like I, I try to enjoy life. My love is loud. I want him to always know that someone is in the stands. And I also cheer for the other kids just in case their parents aren't there. Um, I play the role of defender. I will get at the ref sometimes. Now, I didn't get put out. This other lady, she got put out the other day, this last game that we had. Um, She called him stupid. She called the ref stupid. And she told him to shut up. And she was sitting like two people down from me. Have you ever been somewhere and somebody is acting up and you just automatically assume that people think y'all are together? So now you you want to make it clear that you're not with that person. So I kind of looked in the opposite direction of what everything was going like every the opposite direction of what was going on, because I didn't want anybody to think that this lady was like my sister, my cousin, my friend that was here with me. She was not. She got put out. Now, I did fuss at the ref a couple times because his whistle apparently wasn't working on both ends of the court. But that's about all I did. I didn't call him stupid and I didn't tell him to shut up. So, you know, I had to tread real lightly with that. But I did. I tried to like just act like I wasn't with her. But um, what I was trying to say is the roles that I play as a parent and in this AAU season, I had to be whatever Jeffrey needed me to be. And I want to say disclaimer I wasn't the only one doing that my husband was doing all of this stuff too but he's not on the podcast so it's about what I I go through um and one of the reasons I didn't have a new episode this past Saturday is because I wanted to wait till today I was intentional about that because I wanted to make sure that school was over and AAU was over because this is what this is about things being over Today is my first official day of summer recovery. Some people call it summer break. Nope, that's not it. Wrong terminology. Change your language. It's not a break. It is recovery. I'm not on a break because I still, and this is a choice that I make, I still attend meetings and conferences and other types of PD on average about one to two days per week. So I'm not working full time like I did the last 10 months for the school year, but I'm still working because that is something that I choose to do. I think that students have a summer slump and I think sometimes professionals, educators can get a summer slump as well. And that's just my perspective. Some people don't believe in that. They have the whole summer. They do nothing. They don't think about school. They don't do anything about school. And that's fine. They don't have to do that. We all have a choice. We're all grown. We do what we need to do. But see, my role as an instructional support person, I think that I have to always stay fresh because there are other people that are depending on me. So I am an instructional technologist, which means I'm not an administrator, but I'm not a classroom teacher. I'm like in this crazy place that's right in the middle. And it can be a really lonely place. And I feel bad for anyone who is an instructional technologist or instructional coach 
who doesn't have someone else that in an instructional support role at their school. Luckily, I have Ann Kelsey Zebra, and I've talked about her several times in my podcast. You know, we're the dynamic duo. We're out here like tag teaming it, doing what we can to support folks. But I can't imagine doing it without her because we can always run ideas by each other. And she offers me a different perspective on how to support people. Because ultimately, as an instructional support person, my job is to do, you know, to help teachers be their best, to help administrators be their their best, because when the administrators and the teachers are their best and the students are their best, and that's what it's really all about. It's about the students. Um, I also talk to parents from time to time, trying to help them understand kind of what goes on within the school. But my role can change because I am in this like special place where I'm not a teacher, but I'm a classroom teacher, but I'm not an administrator. My role can has to change a lot. Some people can take just straight up. This is what it needs to be. And then other people need you to like water it down a bit. Some people you can just kind of discuss some ideas with them. And some people need you to model it or they need you to, you know, sit down and co-plan or co-teach with them. And ultimately I have to do my role is to do whatever it is that's going to help this person be their best. I get up every morning and I have it in my phone as a reminder to show love and light. And showing love to people at my school, sometimes that's tough because I'm there to challenge them to consider a dis- different perspective. And they're challenging me to consider a different perspective as well because. If you only surround yourself with people that think exactly like you, you're not going to grow. You're going to be stagnant. And that doesn't matter if you're an educator or what your profession is. You need to have people that are going to just question you and challenge you so that you can get better. So I do enjoy that about my job. Um, Sometimes showing love is just a kind word or trying to put a positive spin on a negative situation Other times it's just listening, not saying a word, just letting, just being a sounding board and just allowing people to vent. And so that role, it's not the same every day. I think sometimes people feel like there's just one way to do this instructional support job, but you have to be on your toes all the time because you're not just supporting students in a classroom. A lot of times you're just supporting students in this role. You're supporting students and adults. And sometimes adults can be hard. Sometimes they can be harder than the kids, actually. Now, with the showing light, so I said showing love and light. Showing light can sometimes be just lightening the mood with my sense of humor. It could be shedding light on biases that we all have and prejudice that we all have about people's appearance or the way they speak or the way they look or the way they react to certain things. And so shedding light on why that person may act that way, why they reacted that way and, you know, what anxiety looks like in a different form for different people. Um, And that can be hard because sometimes when you're trying to shed, show love and light, people aren't receptive to it. But that role, that's what I've taken on. I knew that when I took this job. And so that's just a part of the job. And I don't know any job where someone likes every aspect of it. Parenting, there's a lot of it that I like, but there it is a challenge. Education, there's a lot of it that I like, but it's a challenge. Marriage, truth is, it's a lot of it that I like, 
but it can be a challenge, especially because me and my husband, we were older, kind of set in our ways when we got married. But I think our friendship and our understanding and our just ultimate connection, it works. It just really works for us. And speaking of marriage, my role in my marriage changes because the foundation of who we are, we're friends. But then, of course, we're lovers, we're parenting partners. And sometimes my role as a wife is to be a silent partner so that my husband can rest. He's a college professor and he does a lot of traveling. He works for two universities. And on top of that, um, he does the traveling, he does the mentoring. And a lot of times he's mentoring young men that did not have a positive, did not have positive uh, male role models in their lives. And so he's trying to fill those gaps of not only trying to teach them how to be great educators, but just how to be great men. And so he pours so much into them that he's like emotionally drained sometimes. And as a wife, I have to understand that. And I have to, my role sometimes is to leave him alone so that he can rest and he can recharge because he has a purpose. He has a greatness that he is trying to fulfill. And I don't want to get in the way of that at all. So as we go into next week, do you know your role and are you comfortable with it? Are you willing to play the role for those that have been assigned to you in on your journey? Or do you always make it about what you need? Do you know when um, to lead and when to follow? Do you know when to talk and when to listen? Do you know when to be serious and then when to use your sense of humor to lighten the load? And don't get me wrong, like all of this, it's not easy. It's actually very frustrating at times, but... Sometimes you want to jump in and fix something and what you need to do is just sit back and let things work out organically. And that's okay. You've got to know your role so that you can really, one, fulfill your purpose and then allow other people to fulfill their purpose too. So this week, let's just reflect on our roles as parents, as spouses, as partners, educators, coworkers, whatever it is that you do. And then in each of those roles, just sit back and think, am I helping or am I hindering? Am I building or am I breaking down those same people that I say that I'm trying to help? And if there's a problem in any of those relationships, all you can do is take some time to acknowledge it, to adjust it, to improve it. Because remember, it is never too late to be a better you. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Follow me on Twitter at psjoseph718 and on Instagram at greaterisinme underscore. And until the next time, show yourself some love and remember to take time each day to reflect and reaffirm yourself by saying greater is in me.